Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash covers your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized, soft and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. For the third year, Olay Body is a proud sponsor of iHeartRadio and P&G's Can't Cancel Pride and supporter of the LGBTQ plus community. So this pride glow with confidence, not just all month, but all year long. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the very sexy collection, like the made-to-be-seen very sexy push-up bra in on-trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. One, two, three. Hey, hey it's Shay Diaz. Diaz. <laughs> if we were to pretend briefly that we were on Shay Diaz's show, it would just be like, whoa, 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 woke moment, white womaning. You know what is one of my number one fantasies? What is it? It's being bitten by a vampire, or alternately being a vampire and biting someone. But you know, you know that I'm a spooky, spooky, oogie, yes, spooky vampire girl. Yes, you are. And in my youth, that meant I was really obsessed with Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Interview with the Vampire, and then you know, vampires kind of like weren't as cool for a minute. I think after Buffy ended. Mm. And they became that bitch again with the Twilight Saga written by Stephanie Meyer and then turned into a film franchise starring Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson. Don't say. I was bored one summer and read all the books and I have been on that train ever since. And I have been trying to force you to watch the Twilight movies for so long Finally, on this past Halloween, we watched Twilight together. And now we're going to talk about it with, like, the only Twilight stand in the world, Peyton Dix. This is Like a Virgin, the show where we give yesterday's pop culture today's takes. I'm Rose Domu. And I'm Fran Torado. Before we sink our teeth into Twilight, 
we are going to talk about what's going on in pop culture, you know, give a little bit of a look ahead at 2022 now that it's a new year, new me, new us. New us. I know that we both saw what is my favorite Marvel franchise. Maybe in small part because I was a preteen and this is, you know, essentially a twink that squirts come out of his hands. Uh, Spider-Man, uh, Ugh, No Way Home. Look, that's true. That's literally true. Like, we were teenagers. There's something kind of cummy about this, like, you know, cartoon comic book series. I loved reading it as a kid. Um, this is, like, my favorite superhero of all time. So I had really high expectations. Spider-Man? Really? Absolutely. 100%. You can shame me all you want. I have no shame His about His powers it. are so lame. I, I I actually can't even I can't even hear. You're gonna that. tell me Spider Man is cooler than like Storm from X Men? No, not Storm, but cooler than a lot of other superheroes for sure. But that's the thing that I love about Spider Man, and something that I loved about this iteration of him in the latest movie No Way Home was that the thing that I've always loved about him, in addition to like his sense of humor, which I think is very singular, is that he's like a really sensitive guy. And there there's a lot about his superheroism that like isn't is kind of like wrapped up in his very like kid-like heartful decision-making skills. And like I thought that this movie handled that so well in such a beautiful way. What did you think of the movie? You know, listen, I tend to like some of the more off-the-beaten-path superheroes rather than kind of like the big three that get reinterpreted over and over again, Batman, Superman, Mm Spider-Man. Like, I think we've seen enough of them, but that is like kind of the idea that this movie is based off of. Is like, we have all these Spider-Men, let's throw them together. And like, I will admit that I did, even though I like knew it was coming, not because I'd seen spoilers, but like we all knew Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire were going to show up. But when they did, I still felt giddy, and I haven't even seen the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie. You know, when we, I loved the Tobey Maguire movies. I think I kind of forgot. I liked the first two, the third one. Well, the third, the third one, nobody likes. Um, I mean, the third one is very camp. I think it's very fun to watch, but. For me, like, you kind of forget that all the villains are, like, these prestige actors. It's giving very much, like, Harry Potter. Like, where every actor is, like, well, has been nominated for an Oscar. (laughs) Yeah, and so, like, I actually loved, like, as a kid, I don't think I caught on to, like, the nuances of a Willem Dafoe performance. But when he comes back, it it is so, like, it, it balanced, like, drama with, I think, a kind of camp that, like, Willem Dafoe kind of brings into a role in a really funny way it did almost feel like a character from an a24 movie like found his way into a spider-man film (laughs) those that is such a whip smart assessment but yeah something else as rose mentioned the fact that they were all able to perform an extremely different kind of sensitive guy was so funny and the way they like had these kind of little moments of bickering that were kind of revolving around how sensitive they all are and how like kind of like you know kid like they are still was so like well done I thought Andrew Garfield's uh, Spider-Man specifically was just really nuanced and self-aware he he was great but I mean the big takeaway of the multiple Spider-Men for me was that Andrew and Toby should have kissed. Should have kissed. There was a there was a vibe. There was a vibe. That scene where they like 
did the back cracking. Oh like, my god. Hello. There Mama. That was a fan fiction waiting to be written. Speaking of fan service, this is also, you know, the first time in Marvel history where they made an entire movie using only a meme as source material, which is the three Spider-Mans <laughs> yeah. pointing at each yeah. other. But the movie just kept like winning me back, you know what I mean? Like when Doctor Strange came in, I was like, is this too many characters? But then I was like, actually, Doctor Strange is a great character and, and is really, really funny and like grounded the film in a, in a in an interesting way. And like, like there's a moment that Andrew Garfield has that ha- brings a lot of closure to his own film franchise. And I was like, oh, is this too much closure? But then that moment happened and like, that was just so oh, well where he done. saves Zendaya. Yeah, I was like... Oh, I, I just like my heart just broke. It was so well done. I just thought the movie, it was my number one of the year, period. I, I loved it. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. Absolutely. Well, speaking of wizards, as Doctor Strange was, you know, a wizard in, in Spider-Man, you, I think you haven't watched it, no. but the Harry Potter 20-year reunion just came out on HBO Max. No. I'm going to go I felt refresh like we... my coffee while you talk about this one second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks, Fran. I'm just kidding. I'm just I kidding. I mean, our first episode ever was about Harry Potter, so I feel like it must be discussed. Um, Obligatory. Listen, it was kind of boring. Yeah, what kind Um, of interesting takes do you have for us, Rose? Well, I think the most, (laughs) the funniest thing to me was that I was really curious about what they were going to do about the, you know, she who must not be named of it all. what did they do? Um, Nothing. She did appear. (gasps) There were a couple interview segments with her, (gasps) but... While everyone else's, like, interviews were presented just, like, as they were, all of hers had a little box on the side (gasps) that said, recorded in 2019, to make it very clear, like, we filmed this before she came out as a turf. Which I just thought was, like, very, like, interestingly self-aware. And it made me curious just, like, about the future of the way that she will interact with... Harry Potter, as it's presented to a mainstream audience, you know, these, like, anniversaries will keep happening. We have The the Secrets of Dumbledore coming out this so year. Excited. Like, Harry Potter's not going anywhere, and she will forever be connected to it. So, like, how is that going to be managed? Not to get, like, too into the weeds of it, but, like, I think that if you're going to involve J.K. Rowling, that little box should say... <laughs> In 2020, like, uh, J.K. Rowling said X, Y, and Z, (laughs) and these are things, this is context that is important for you to know when you consume things about her. You know what I mean? Like, we said on episode one, like, the key to, like, getting out of this is not saying, like, cancel J.K. Rowling. She's out. Like, we're never seeing her again. It's that history has to stick to her in order for us all to collectively move on and to continue to like consume the things that we love which is harry potter you know it did make me think thank god J.R. tolkien like died decades ago because if he had twitter like we would not have been able to do our new year's eve lord of the rings rewatch because i'm sure he would be canceled canceled yeah i mean i is so i really missed those movies that was like really a satiating rewatching any key takeaways from watching the first lord of the rings movie um for the thousandth time it is just so gay yeah it's so gay like Saggy. there's no women except arwen who's like like you know <laughs> she like comes in in the scene and like does a dip and like say it's frodo and like Yes, queen. Um, 
I loved when Bilbo turns into a monster and is essentially like deassified. Um, he hit the anti-slay button. Um, right, yeah, he does get yassified for, for, for the second movie, doesn't he? Also, like, um, Gandalf and Saruman are very much, like, you know, exes. Like, you get that energy a lot. There's just tension that I didn't see there when I watched it, you know, as a teen. And I was a super fan. Rose was a super fan. I owned, like, the visual companions. I owned, like, the ring from, like, the official catalog that I wore around my neck. Like, I was that girl. I honestly, I'm going to watch the second and third movies now. I I need to I, I will be as well because I need something to keep me busy <gasps> um, between Sundays. Literally, all I do now is wait for a new episode of Yellow Jackets to come out. Okay. Fran, you finally watched it last night. I finally watched what do you the think? first episode. Well, I feel um, a little goaded. Uh, I feel like you told me that this franchise was not scary. And the opening scene is a woman getting, like, impaled in a grave. And, like, a scary mask guy. And Well, like, you and I just have different thresholds. ideas of what scary is. I suppose so. I think it's more of um, a, you know, gory psychological thriller. Um, um, I, I would not call it scary. I would, I will say, you know, a, uh, a warning to the stoners out there. This is a braided narrative. Okay. So braided narratives are extremely difficult to follow and comprehend when you're stoned. And this is like a, basically two timelines alongside each other. One in the future, one in the past of a kind of dystopian Lord of the Flies-esque survival story. Yeah, someone um, someone I follow on Twitter, uh, his name's Nolan. He's so funny. He put it really perfectly. I saw that. Yesterday, he said, um, Yellow Jackets is lost for Swifties. Perfect. And could not be more true. And that that is truly all you need to know and the best recommendation <laughs> I can give anyone Obviously, we can't get get really too into it because, Fran, I don't want to spoil no, I, it for I, I you. Don't I don't care about spoiling our listeners. But you, I want you to be able to experience it. But, you know, the girls are girling. Everyone is so good. Juliette Lewis, oh my god. Tawny Cypress is like a revelation to me. I think she's so amazing. Christina Ricci, oh my god. And Melanie Linsky, say her name. I have been standing her since Ever After in Coyote Ugly. And I'm happy to see her like getting these roles that give her a little bit more of what she's due. And there's a moment come you'll see in an, a few episodes in where Christina Ricci does something to a song from Phantom of the Opera. And it's just like the best thing I've seen on TV in forever. Ooh. Of course, it has to do with Phantom of the Opera of in some way. Of course, of course. You know, I'm sorry to bring it up, but I haven't seen you in a while. And the last episode of And Just Like That was worth a, a brief discussion. Um, starting yeah. with Shadia saying, Yas, Queen. Oh my God, electric chair. What? Although I, I do have to say... I really liked this episode. I think the episodes are getting better and better. I mean, like, they still contain these really cringy moments and, like, Mm, awful writing. But I think the scene with Miranda, despite the cringiness of Che Diaz, like, was really good. And I really loved the confrontation that it led to between Carrie and Miranda. It Mm -hmm. felt like 
that thing that Sex and the City did so well, which was taking heightened comedy, heightened sexuality, and heightened interpersonal drama and blending them all together in a really perfect way. And then also what I loved in this most recent episode was when Carrie texted Samantha about uh, talking about her on the podcast and like the the score came in and it sounded like the Sex and the oh, City theme music. It, it was, was so like good. it was like a really subtle lovely little touch. Also like you and I talked about this kind of like I do think that the storyline with Charlotte which like is kind of separate from the main drama about her child coming out as trans or non-binary or whatever like changing their name like I think it's kind of good like I think a lot of the stuff that they're getting wrong with Che they're kind of getting right in a way with Charlotte like on its face someone would look at that and be like oh, they're dead naming their child, blah, blah, blah. But I think that's actually a very realistic representation of what it must be like to be a parent and to have your child come out as trans. And I say this as someone who came out as trans to their parents. You know, with the increased cringiness of Miranda and Carrie, Charlotte is currently my favorite of the three. In that's this, because you're in this a Charlotte. Franchise. I am not a Charlotte. How dare you? That is slander. I will, I will literally sue. Call my attorney. Call my attorney, Miranda Hobbs, Esquire. (laughs) That is so irresponsible of you to say on a public She might be a little busy right now. Obviously, we are... I may be uh, taking out an extremely egregious error of um, the episode we're in. Charlotte was trying to collect black friends, which I'm really interested in whiteness investigating whiteness and whiteness critiquing whiteness and... I thought that there was a lot of good stuff like that in that episode. However, not to the point of Charlotte needing to diversify her friend group so bad that she almost kidnaps her neighbor. Like, it was hard to watch. Yeah, but I think, like, that is kind of an honest depiction of of people who are trying to, I don't know, like, decolonize their, their, like, social lives and, like, the way they interact with the world, like, making... Like, dumb mistakes like that. I think that we, as a group consuming this show, need to, like, see these characters as flawed. Like, it's 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 yeah. necessary to enjoy them. And I think a lot of people aren't catching on to that. There needed to be a brief moment of contention or explanation as to why what Charlotte did was wrong. Because I at the end of the episode, you know, LTW was kind of just like, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. And I was just like, uh, well... I mean that is Yeah, like, it is it's, it's like trusting the- it's trusting the viewer to be a little smarter which they're not. <laughs> also, another thing, I saw this thing on TikTok that was talking about how with Betty White's passing, someone was um talking about how all of the women on Sex and the City are the same age as all the women were when Golden Girls started. No. The- yes. Mid 50s. Oh, my God. And that the only difference, like, the main difference of why they look younger is their hair. <laughs> because the Golden, is... Golden Girls, they all had, you know, grandma, like, grandma, grandma hair. My, my brain started to wind together a joke about Betty White being Carrie Bradshaw's last horcrux, but I, I didn't quite, no, didn't quite tie it together. So I'll just say. What are Carrie day. Bradshaw's horcruxes? Okay, well, so. The Manola Blahniks, that got stolen. Yes, um, which she now has back. Um, okay. the, the Carrie necklace. The Carrie necklace. Her laptop. <laughs> Evidently the heart of the ocean as well. 
the Dolce coat that she walked down the runway in and fell and then used as a blanket when she had her first night back in her old apartment. Did you notice that moment? I didn't. That's su- it was such a good fan service moment. She wore the Dolce coat that she fell in as oh, a blanket. I didn't notice that. Okay. Stanford is one of her horcruxes. That's <gasps> why he's in Japan. <gasps> Okay, it's actually, the same way that Nagini was one of Voldemort's Horcruxes. That a note, bitch. Uh, 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 I'm sorry, I can't. I'm going to been, Tokyo. It could have been better written. Oh, oh, I'm and then sorry. that post-it. That post-it is the last of Carrie's Horcruxes. It is that the. <laughs> this is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. Glow with your best skin. Be confident in your skin. Be brave in your skin. With Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash, cover your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. Olay Body is a proud sponsor and supporter of iHeartRadio and PNG's Can't Cancel Pride, raising funds and support for the LGBTQ community. Olay Body wants you to feel empowered to live with confidence in your own skin, not just all month, but all year long. And when you feel the best in your skin, you can do anything. So this pride glow with confidence with the help of Olay Body. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Happy Pride! When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. 
now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. In case you hadn't picked it up through context clues, our guest today is social strategist, Instagram diva, Twilight historian, and all around her historian, and all around monster, little monster. Well, okay, well, Peyton's like, let's not go, let's not do that, let's not do that. Peyton Dix is here in the studio today. That was the most chaotic intro I think I've ever heard in my life, but that only makes sense for this scenario. Mm-hmm. Yes. Already thank you so unhinged. much for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me. I I truly believe that if we had a podcast, which we do, and we were doing an episode on Twilight, which we are, but we had a guest who wasn't you, which we would never do, I think like within six hours of it being released, a drone would strike me. That's Because I do think you have access to that kind of power. I oh. do. There are people I know. Mm -hmm. Or you would send the Volturi after (laughs) me. Yeah, right, 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 right. They'd be like, Bella, where the hell have you been? Oh, my God. The first one of the episode. Yeah, yeah. More to come. Don't think it ends there, please. Some (laughs) important context, I think, uh, to all of this is that Rose and I have attempted to watch the first Twilight movie several times Okay, let's not... Okay, let's let's clear that up because you have (laughs) attempted to watch it. I have watched it. What has happened is I have told Fran many times, I yeah. love Twilight, let's watch it. And specifically, we were on a vacation in Big Bear uh, last November, and, you know, it was beautiful, it was snowing, and I said, bitch, we're watching Twilight. Yeah. It is time. And we put the first Twilight movie on, and in five minutes, this girl was asleep. dead to the world asleep. Asleep. <laughs> asleep. Stoned and asleep. And you know what I did? Watched Twilight. Of course. And the next night... Fran said, oh, let's watch the next one. So we put on New Moon. And my you know favorite. What? My, my favorite as well. Um, five minutes in, she was asleep. I was watching New Moon. Asleep. Next night, Eclipse. This actually feels like a, like targeted terrorism to be like, yes. oh, let's watch it. Just kidding. I'm gonna... And then when we left the vacation and went home, I watched Breaking Dawn parts one and two. Because I was like, I already watched the first three movies. I have to have the whole experience. Yeah. You gotta finish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Peyton, Peyton, I want you to tell us what your experience with Twilight. What? Tell me about the like. Did you read the books first? Of did you watch the movies first? Like, tell me how you fell in love. I read the books, but I actually only read them after I saw the movies. Oh. Because I was just like, so that made me horny. What else? And like <laughs> waiting between movies for them to come out, I was like, okay, I need to get my fix in between and like. I also, the thing about me is, when you're a twihard, you're naturally a, yeah, twihard. Not yeah. a twihard. Yeah, let's just sit with That's what, what we're heard. called. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course. That's what our community is called. You think wow. the barbs are strong? No, <laughs> the twihards are stronger. It's news to me. Oh, no. And there's a lot of overlap, <laughs> yeah, let's be clear. There's a lot of overlap. I was going to say, there's also a lot of overlap. You're naturally a Crisbian, which mm. obviously, as we all know, is a Kristen Stewart stan. And uh, I think it also just awakened my... At the same time, I think I knew that I was just really gay. 
Um, and I was like, oh my God, I was imagining threesomes with Robert and Kristen. I was like, oh my God, here it's happening. I am a bisexual. And then I was like, oh, it's actually looking like Kristen. It's actually, Kristen is winning in this, in this course. Um, as so she I does. Like it, as she does. Anyway, I think like my love for Twilight started with them and then moved to the books and then back into like the series in general. But I think like, I, and I'm, I know we'll get into this more later, but I'm so interested in its renaissance now because it was something that was like. Of course, a huge. I feel like cult following is such a, the wrong word because it was huge. It Massive. was it was a blockbuster movie. Yeah. Like, it was a phenomenon. Yeah. yeah, it was a saga. It was a saga. Literally, it shaped culture. It like it, changed it the way it we literally did. did. <laughs> literally, it was when we talk about cultural phenomenons and like the like I especially young adult culture. It was like Twilight. It was Harry Potter yeah. to Twilight to Hunger Games yeah. to. Fifty Shades of Grey. I don't know what it is <laughs> yeah. now. <laughs> the Twilight to Fifty Shades of Grey pipeline. We all fall through A it. true pipeline. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think like for me, it. I've like been asked this question before and I literally don't know if I have like the thing that sparked it. It just was like, this makes sense. And I don't even know if that's like, a, I watched like Vampire Diaries, but I'm, it's not that I'm so like. So did I. Deep. Okay. <laughs> Hot. Yeah. Like, let's get in- for a couple seasons. <laughs> for a couple and seasons. <laughs> once Elena becomes a vampire, it falls <laughs> right, off. Right. It's like I've actually had enough of this. <laughs> and it's just a bad show. That too. I mean, I like shitty things. That's yeah. my taste level. Is that I have terrible taste. Absolutely. Um. Absolutely. <laughs> we talked about this a little bit last night, and Rose was very defensive about like me being like, yeah, I feel like there's this kind of like ironic, like so bad it's good kind of element to Twilight. Yeah. Um. But also, you know. It, I feel like this is like watching it. There's, I think that's part of what that when you were just saying the renaissance that it's in now, like yeah. so much of it is like our love to like watch things that are like kind of bad, along yeah. with like, you know, lesbian subtext and like <laughs> high course. camp. And okay, but we were arguing about this, which is that I think when Twilight came out, it maybe people, I, I think people were earnestly enjoying it. And yeah. I think. Now, I don't think that people are liking it ironically. I, you know, the the reaction to Twilight when it came out, and I think the, the critique of it was very, this is something that teenage girls love, so it's dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. And also then maybe there was some discourse about it, like, glorifying toxic relationships because it... Which it does. <laughs> it absolutely does. Um, yeah, Edward was a monster. Yeah, <laughs> but now that it's come back, I think... It's more about people just kind of earnestly liking it. And the discourse is more about the things that maybe we actually should be having discourse about, which is, you know, like its depiction of like indigenous people and codependent um, relationships. And yeah, so we are in a twilight. Cop dads. Cop dads. (laughs) ACAB, including Charlie. Because I see some people saying ACAB except Charlie. No, no, no. It still includes him. We're rounding up. But like he did carry that film on his back though too. (laughs) Yeah, he was the hottest person in the first film. He's a great actor in that movie. (laughs) Yeah, but not a good dad. No. No. And like threatening gun violence on a vampire, first of all, losing battle. Okay, but... Like, I don't know. I think um, what's funny with this reinvigoration of, like, what we see on, like, TikTok and everything, I do think it's earnest. I do think people generally are like, this is, and you brought up the example of, like, even Fran wanting to watch, like, the next one. I recently came home um, to L.A. and I just watched it for myself to, like, take the edge off. And my mom was, like, doing laundry next to me, like, not paying attention, but got tired and was about to go to bed. And they, like, kept peeking her head back in to be like, wait, so is she going to, is she going to break up with him or what's going to happen? 
happen. Like literally like a grown woman being like, but I, I do need to know what happens with this. <laughs> like, it is enthralling. So actually on that note, Fran, what did you think of it? So I, yeah. last night, Fran and I watched Twilight. I finally forced him. I kept hitting him and pinching him so he would stay away. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you think of Twilight? Well, I have to also say that that, that was my, now my fourth attempt to watch Twilight. I've also tried to watch it twice before with an ex and I fell asleep both times. So on fourth watch, when I finally got all the way through it, I mean, I was definitely um, overstimulated. I think something As someone who had not a ton of context into the films. I think what was just immediately shocking is, like, the horrid Instagram filter they have over, like, the entire film. Don't talk shit about the blue filter. <laughs> okay. Ed- Why does Edward look blue? I think that's, like, something that was really baffling to me on, like, a cold watch was that, like, the it, it, in, you know, my cultural memory, it's like, these two were, like, the hottest romantic leads in ever existence of, like, any romantic movie. And when I watched this movie last night, I was like... Both of them look straight up bad. Like corpses. I need you blue, to ride for our girl. The, no, I need you to ride for our girl. Face. We can't let homely, him do this to her. Homely. Uh, uh, okay, I'm sorry. Edward Cullen. That's below looks, the belt. <laughs> Edward Cullen looks sick. It was it was just very disorienting. You're like, why didn't they color correct this film? <laughs> well, let's be let's be clear. In five movies, Roberts foundation never matched his neck no, no, no not, once. Once. not once it was actually an act of resistance that they were doing that. and exacerbated by his wig in the um breaking okay, Dawn wait, part one we have to take a moment to talk about the wigs <laughs> oh my god the wigs the well, wigs okay so should the we the frontals so, I just <laughs> let's start with the worst one which is obviously Bella's wig in Eclipse thank of you of course thank you well Tough. Please, oh. please speak speak to it well I I want to do like why was Taylor Lautner's wig like better <laughs> oh my! Oh, it was so good that last night Rose Googled if it was a wig because no. she didn't know. Maybe it was his real hair. Are you? Ca- I was like, That's girl, a- that is a wig. Boots. I cannot. Yeah. No, it definitely still is a wig. I. I we weren't hopefully doubting that, but like, out of all the wigs on the on the, in the movie, which there are plenty to pick from, hundreds. I, it's like you're not going to do this to your lead because you know you have budget. Yeah. You have budget to lay that fucking wig, and you just. <laughs> you left her out there to dry. Like she was seeing, doing runaways, though I think so. She yeah, had cut her hair and <laughs> looked great. But like seeing what the girls on TikTok are doing with with their hair, <laughs> yeah. like and they did our girl like that. <laughs> I mean, I was reading that like Kristen Stewart wanted to like cut her hair throughout the entire franchise because you know she's, well, she's, she's a, she's a lesbian. Well, I've oh, heard that. that too, right? <laughs> but like, but they kept bribing her and offering her financial compensation to not cut her hair until she finally did for the runaways. So. Okay, but and that's ethics. Love that. Good obviously. Word. Love. <laughs> yes. Okay, so you felt like one blue foot. Okay, they were in they were in Washington. They're trying to paint a picture. They're okay, it was cold, it was wet. And also <laughs> the context is that the first Twilight movie was a pretty small kind of indie yeah, it was movie. Supposed to be an indie movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also yeah. as we as I told Fran last night, it's the only Twilight movie directed by a woman, Catherine yeah, Hardwick. Catherine, yes, Catherine. Catherine Hardwick lifting her up in prayer. <laughs> yes. And that um, baseball scene gave birth to me. Thank you. <laughs> okay, one, she was apparently the highest grossing female director for like any release at the time, which is crazy. But also, um I the first time we tried watching Twilight, I fell asleep and then woke up during the baseball scene. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? Why is there a, a 
plot culminating at the point of a baseball game, and what does this have to do with vampires versus werewolves? Well, the thing is that nothing happens in Twilight. No, <laughs> nothing. I kept asking. I was like, I think, okay, when they're, it's like, we're 50 minutes into the movie. They're fully in love. Like, the stakes are, like, life and death, but they have barely had a single conversation. Like, have not made out or kissed yet. And I'm like, where the, like, how did this happen? Like, I'm into that. Though, yeah, as right. Concept. Very lesbian. Yeah, yeah, well. yeah, like, we think, don't even need to talk. <laughs> do you think it's a horny movie, despite them being very chaste? Well, yeah, I feel like the whole entire series is just edging until they finally yeah, fuck yeah. in that uh, Isle Esme. And um, <laughs> and you know, their sex scenes, <laughs> like, they're supposed to be, you know, like, the hottest thing ever, the yeah. best. Like, there's that line, what Bella says in Breaking Dawn Part 2, like, how are we ever going to do anything else? And, like, their sex looked horrible. <laughs> they just don't cut to the bed being broken. They, like, didn't show the actual bed. Right. It was, like, one crunch under Edward's hand. And I will say, though, unfortunately, like, that was working for me. It's <laughs> <I was> like, <gasps> I can't even imagine. I think what they were maybe trying to do is, like, leaving it up to the imagination. Right. For but, like, that's not great writing. <laughs> also, oh, no, no, it's never been and great writing. No. Let's be clear no. Don't get it twisted. These books were not well written. No, well, <laughs> That was another thing I was explaining to Fran is um, that the movies are significantly cooler than Mm -hmm. the books. Like, I was talking about the khaki skirt. (laughs) (laughs) So for anyone who's not familiar, in in Twilight, the novel, when Bella goes to meet um, Edward's family, the infamous, is she even Italian scene, um, in the books she is described as wearing her sexiest outfit, which makes Edward go crazy. And it is a floor-length khaki skirt. So if you didn't know this book was written by a Mormon woman, that, <laughs> you know now. the jig is up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, at least, you know, the movie stuck to, you know, the literary principles and that Kristen Stewart was dressed terribly the entire like everything she wore was like Coles. Yeah. But- <laughs> Do you have that? Did you see the t- the TikTok of like um, what is this like Bella Swan sale going on at Abercrombie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> these, like half button up like long. Oh, yeah. My girl loved a uh, Henley. Yes. A yeah. tight. She loves a double like double layer. The double shirt. layer yeah. low rise jeans. Mm. Horrible cardigans. Classic. Oh my god, the cardigan that she wears to the dress at the end. Oh. This is so humiliating. <laughs> Why did she do that though? I mean, okay, well, because I, because Bella is the not like other girls girl. Yeah, yeah. she is. That's her. That's her whole thing. <laughs> well, her her only character trait is that she's awkward, yeah. right? And that's it. AKA, yeah, yeah. And they're like obsessed. I love that. Love, 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 love it. And I was just like, I think at that time they're like not to like take this somewhere else, but like Kristen Stewart, who I do think is like. My wife, obviously. 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 That's, she knows, she's listening. Hey, girl. Um, But I feel like it was always tough to be like, this skinny, tiny little cis white girl is like the epitome of like, everyone wants her. We're talking Jacob. We're talking Edward. Like, even that little freaky vampire that wanted to kill her. Like, and then I'm sitting here like, huh, her. Well, like Kristen Stewart, yes, different. (laughs) Bella, huh. Okay, um, she's nice hair in the first movie. Like, there was not much there to work with, and that felt offensive to <laughs> witness, to be witness to. Yeah, the like, movie, the movies really, and the books kind of tell and don't show 
why Bella is interesting, right. why her and Edward are in love. It's just no. that, like, yeah. they are, so that's it. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. are in love. So just accept they it. They have the greatest love that has ever existed, and that's just it. Yeah. And, and we like, believed Anna it. And, like, Kendrick had points in that movie. She, she <laughs> the way really she would drag. Did. <laughs> also, last night, Fran asked, does Anna Kendrick become a vampire? <laughs> Can you imagine? But she that's what like, should have happened because she would she like would check all of these. People. She would join oh, the yeah. Volturi. Yeah. Oh yeah. Period. She would have been. She would have been. She would have killed Victoria. Yeah. Yeah. And she would have killed all the Cullens. <laughs> I I mean, when we were that was another question that I had when we were watching is this? I, I, we were like looking through. I was like asking about like when people were watching this from the start. Did it immediately have like a like a kind of like. Uh, lesbian subtext to it like was like the awkwardness of like Kristen Stewart like a, a kind of a part of that like I don't know what a lot of people fell in love with when they first watched it I mean when I first watched it I don't know if I I think I was adding in any subtext because I just was like a baby gay yeah and then like later though I remember like one I always hated Alice I never understood like the Alice Bella shipping like Team that Alice. was yeah mm-hmm. I guess. For Team some. Rosalie. <laughs> Team Rosalie, thank you. For sure. That's what I, I'm like, um, bully me, actually. <laughs> is what, and we can unpack that later. But like, <laughs> I was just like, Alice and her, I didn't understand. Rosalie and her, I was shipping that. And I feel like Edward is also, by proxy, a lesbian as well, obviously. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, he dresses like a lesbian. He does, mm-hmm. he does. And just like... Is a little controlling and is also like. And he drives like, you know, a, a Volvo. Yeah, were all these movies sponsored by Volvo? Like, the ugliest so cars. The ugliest cars I've well, ever it's like seen. Well, it's any like the movie. khaki skirt. Yeah. It but, was like but the Stephanie, khaki skirt. that was the one thing she's like, he has to drive a Volvo. Okay, <laughs> listen. It was thing, in her contract. I'll die on this hill. The yeah. thing about like the Volvos and the khaki skirts and like the intensity of like their immediate connection, all that stuff, like I, when I was watching it, again, like with no context, it just like immediately vibes. Like an as in like an allegory for like the prison of heterosexuality. You know what I mean? Like it was well, so yeah. Much... Because eventually they get married as yeah. soon as she graduates from high school. She immediately gets pregnant and dies and becomes a vampire. <laughs> yeah. Don't and then forget they, that. And then they are die. together forever. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And also, there's like I mean, there's watching it like retrospectively. We now know that, like, both of those actors, like, kind of hate the film now, like, don't have, like, a, I guess, I mean, Robert Pattinson says he, like, regrets it, right? Question mark. I think he's come around to it more recently. Okay. I think so, too. And I think, like, what's probably tough about that is not just, like, the, obviously, the, the, the cringy elements of it, of course, but I think it's also their relationship was so tied to that relation, to that movie, and I feel like what they went through in there, and I don't know them, just for the record, obviously, personally, <laughs> but I could understand how, like, being in such a young, intense relationship in a very, very um, visible movie, and, like, at that time was probably the most stressful, terrible right. experience uh, like, you can't do anything at yeah. all together. And then, like, I don't know. I think that when I think about the movies, I always think about their relationship, too. Like, yeah, it's almost course. impossible for me to not think about, yeah. like, the, you know, would never mention his name here. But, like, think about who tweeted about the cheating scandals yeah. when they were, Oh, like, my God. Like, I forgot about just that. Just, like, what? Well, Twilight Mania, you know, like, yeah. the... The whole celebrity gossip culture of, because, you know, this was still the late aughts, early 2010s, 
you know, celebrity gossip culture. They were on every yeah. magazine mm-hmm. when she cheated on him. That was the biggest yeah. story in the yeah. world. Um, so, yeah, I, I, there must be, there must have been so much pressure on them about those movies. And especially thinking, like, an audience of primarily young women. Yeah. Um, it just must have been a lot. Yeah. I just felt like that must that mu- that stress must be tied to both of those things yeah. of like that movie that doesn't feel like a, a full representation because I think people watch that movie and are like oh Kristen Stewart's a terrible actress and I'm like if you don't fucking go watch Personal Shopper and shut the fuck up Personal Shopper <laughs> this is a Personal Shopper Stan podcast thank you thank you safe <laughs> space good to know I'm in good company um but you know what I mean like that like summation of both of them, actually. But, yeah. like, Robert Pattinson is an amazing actor. And yeah, so was yeah. Kristen. But um, I feel like they were just, like, we have to move so, so deeply far away from that so that we can, like, maybe now, like, settle in that fact. But Also, know. when you're a celebrity, you're just kind of immediately treated as an adult. But, like, Kristen Stewart was... Yeah. So wasn't she 17 yeah. when she was cast? She and turned 18, 18 on set. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's great. And Robert Pattinson was, like, 21 or something? Yeah, they were both 21. really young. Yeah. Even though he, like, the makeup and everything makes him look like he's, like... 34. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't think He's he looks 34. <laughs> but yeah, we need to talk some he more about old. some of the other stylistic choices. Because yeah, the thing is, everyone's hair and looks change from movie to movie. <laughs> there is no consistency Zero. whatsoever. No. Rosalie is kind of like done the dirtiest. Yeah. Um, Jasper also, his hair in the in Twilight is rough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He goes through it. He also was a Confederate soldier, though, so we kind of... Yeah, literally a Confederate soldier. We always have to put that piece in there. Um, Carlisle is... uh, I don't know. There are some times where I think he's kind of hot. There's others. Fran was commenting that the scene... The flashback of Carlisle turning Edward into a vampire. Very homoerotic. Oh, yeah. So homoerotic. That was a deep bite. That was, yeah. one, for, like, <laughs> that was one for the girls. Yeah, I, yeah. They no, definitely... Was, you know, Edward tells Bella that he's a virgin, yeah. but... With girls, maybe. Yeah, Can yeah. we talk about, like, the, the, the construct of virginity in this franchise? Because they're both virgins, right? There's this kind mm-hmm. of, like, attention yeah. toward, like, purity culture and, like, the perfect, like, I've never been in love before. I've never had sex before. But, like, he was, like, 108 and, like, Come you're on. a virgin? Like, yeah. loser? Yeah. Like, But the thing the is, the whole, the whole main plot of all of Twilight is Bella trying to get that dick. Yes! <laughs> She's just trying to fuck, and that's why she's going through hell and high water. Yeah, and eventually it kills her. Yeah. And I get that. Yeah. (laughs) We've all been there. Relatable. Listen, who among us has not? She is so horny, and he's like, nope, we have to wait until we get married. And then they get married and have sex, and she dies. She's like, worth it. And is that, is that supposed to be like an allegory for Mormonism or whatever? Like, yeah. is that kind of like part of the yeah. Stephanie Stephanie Meyer, who wrote Twilight, is a Mormon, mm-hmm. and it's wait, awful. still a practicing Mormon? Yeah. What? I mm-hmm. th- I thought at Life. least she would have like given it up as she entered society or something. She about. hasn't entered society. Wow. She no. just, Where she is doesn't, she? She doesn't tweet. She stays quiet. That's, maybe that's very for the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, how yeah. It should be. that's actually a really wise choice. <laughs> yeah, so we can still enjoy Twilight because I think <laughs> for if she, yeah, for now, because I think if she was tweeting, it would be a different story. Absolutely. Oh my god. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. 
When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. Glow with your best skin. Be confident in your skin. Be brave in your skin. With Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash, cover your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. Olay Body is a proud sponsor and supporter of iHeartRadio and PNG's Can't Cancel Pride, raising funds and support for the LGBTQ plus community. Olay Body wants you to feel empowered to live with confidence in your own skin, not just all month, but all year long. And when you feel the best in your skin, you can do anything. So this pride glow with confidence with the help of Olay Body. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Happy Pride! When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. There are all these like little things when I think about Twilight that these moments that like, it's been really reassuring to see on TikTok or someone noticing because I felt like at the time, like this is such a small example, but I remember thinking and like losing my mind over when she was shaking the ketchup in the first movie (laughs) and nothing comes out and then she puts it back down. And I remember being like, what the fuck? 
And it was like the most annoying thing. Why does she hold the ketchup like that? Her grip is live, so loose. Girl, little that is a microcosm <laughs> yeah. for this film. It is it is a woman who has truly, virtually no free will until like a man tells her what her desires are. So she yeah. can barely squeeze a ketchup. Like that makes complete sense to me. I, I, I think I understood it immediately. Yeah, wait, um, that was loud. <laughs> I do want to talk a little about Twilight and like vampire canon because these vampires are not vampiric. (laughs) Um, You know, I love vampire media. I grew up on Buffy, um, Interview with a Vampire, and, you know, I think a lot of the things that people, a lot of the criticism about Twilight when it first came out was like, these vampires are dumb, they sparkle, they don't have (laughs) fangs. Um, What do you, are you into, we, you know, we touched on the Vampire Diaries, but are you into other vampire stuff? And how do you think Twilight compares? What was that HBO show? True Blood. True Blood. Blood. Yeah, I was knee deep into I want to do bad things (laughs) Such a good intro song. Oh my God. The best opening credits of all time. Yeah, so good. Also that cast. Ugh. Um, so good. <laughs> that was really good, Thank Rose. You. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Thank you. I've been practicing. Um, yeah, I think, like, I've seen an interview with Vampire. I didn't really, like, compare them because it doesn't feel, it feels like two different worlds for me. And maybe that answers your mm-hmm. question. Well, like, that's kind of what's missing from Twilight's Vampires is an element of camp. Yeah. And I think maybe that's kind of what we're exploring through the Twilight Extended Universe now, like on mm. TikTok and meme culture, is making this thing campy rather than ironic. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, like the the Bella, where have you been, Loka, of it all. Um, <laughs> of it all. How you liking the ring, girl? <laughs> <laughs> That's low-key the sleeper for me. Yeah. And I do think I sent you a voice memo of yeah, it once. Yeah, yeah, Rose and I will send each other voice notes of just like, ha, 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 ha. You should have seen me when we were watching the movie last night. When that came on, I was like, friend, this is the best song. This is the banger. And it was like, ha. Yeah. <laughs> And and I did say I think I think like the soundtrack is like thirty percent of why I love Twilight. Absolutely, absolutely, such. I mean, I feel like. Do you have a favorite song out of any movies? I do. I think the the one that starts it all, the when a thorn bush, <laughs> that is one of the best. I also really love Satellite Heart. Yeah, and New Moon. New Moon was. Uh, I mean, that was my favorite movie and my favorite soundtrack. Honestly. Okay, why is New Moon your favorite movie? Because it's also mine. You know what? I actually think about that. I was thinking about that on the way here, and I was like, "Why is it?" I think maybe because because I'm not Team Jacob, and never have been, never will be. Um, and so I don't know why. And obviously, most of that movie is spent with their relationship. Um, but I feel like. I understand deeply yearning um, and mm. being sad for. So I think, like for me, um, it's so bad when you think about it now. But like, even just the editing of that one shot where it just she's sitting in her chair, looking out the window, looking so dead in the eyes to Licky Lee's possibility. <laughs> yes, yes, which is like my, I did like a dance to that song. Like, just, no, yeah. no, wait, no, wait, no, like, no, like, like a or? modern dance to no. that. No, oh my god, yeah. please say Gorgeous. more. No, yes, tell us more. Tell us more. I mean, well, I did, I did literally dance. Like, it wasn't like me in my bedroom. Like, I did. I had a dance background. Um, oh, oh, she has a dance background. <laughs> so it like kind of makes sense in context, but like, is there a video? 
I hope not. Maybe like on my my mom might have like a DVD from a performance. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna get up, your Alicia. mom's number <laughs> yeah. after we record. Yeah. You're like I heard you're also a Twilight and you also have footage. Um, but <laughs> yeah, which needs to be a guest. Yeah. So. Anyway, so I we did a dance to Possibility and my like in front of like story. an audience. In front of like living people, yeah. Wow, <laughs> and they must have went wild. Yeah, they were like, "What?" Yes! Was the second movie the one where Robert Pattinson's abs are spray painted on? Yes. yes. Wow. Yes. That yes. was also jarring. I I was apparently he just like didn't like working out or oh, something. He like could barely lift Kristen Stewart, who's mind you like ninety pounds. Like, <laughs> I do, and just so to drop her. <laughs> I do think that Twilight is the best movie because it's like the purest crystallization of yeah. what Twilight is but New Moon's my favorite yeah. because of the yearning yeah. um, because of you know I do love like an angst plot line Come where on. someone gets left and then they get back together at the end <laughs> and but I also think she lets him off the hook too easily and absolutely. should make him work for it a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Does he work for it? Also, at it doesn't all? make no. any sense. She forgives him immediately. Yeah. yeah. It also doesn't make any sense to me, like his logic of, oh, first of all, let's go back to the fact that he left her in a forest <laughs> alone. <laughs> she could have died. She could have died. died fully. And thank God Jacob was there to pick her up. Wait, who picked no, her up? No, Sam Uli. Sam. I was like one of the wolves. I can't who I which hate. One. Wait, for what he did to Leah Clearwater, yeah. who is Leah. absolutely lesbian icon. Yes, yes. Were yeah. y'all, when you first started consuming the franchise, were y'all team Edward the whole time? Or did you ever waver? Or like, because I know there were like teams. That was like a big part yeah, of like yeah. how I don't think I consumed. really cared that much wow. about who she was. Yeah, it was just, I was there for the, I was there for the vibes. Yeah, yeah, vibes only. I mean, what about you, Peyton? I was firmly team, team Edward. The whole wow, time. that's crazy. Like, I did crazy. not, I was just like, this is, this seems like child's play. Mm. And like, they, I can hang with them, like, I can hang with the crew, but like, Jacob also was like a small infant baby to me, even when they were like, he's grown up. And I was like, uh, But he's, yeah, he's but he's taller. like 16 in New yeah, Moon. Yeah, And, I, you know, you hear about what they made Taylor Lautner do to, like, bulk up for New Moon. And it's... I actually don't know. Oh, Wait, what yeah. What they do? Because he, you know, he, in Twilight, he's very young. Yeah. Um, and New Moon, they told him he had to put on all this muscle or else they were going to recast him. <gasps> Oh and he's like so he was like 16 or 17 years old. I will say had I consumed this like at the time it came out, I'm sure I would have been team Jacob because I I, I think a lot of what Edward was giving is like that kind of like petulant child energy constantly like having to like take care of him or whatever like similar to like that you know game uh, not Game of Thrones Hunger Games um and like I probably would have been you mm. know team Gale yeah, not yeah. team Peta you know Oh I'm team I'm Peta. team Gale What oh. you're team Peta I'm oh. team Peta All he can do is sure. Throw sacks of flour. What is he's that going to do? Cute though, and he he loves her so much. Yeah, but he's like, he's how is he going to defend her from? You Actually, know, I'm war? Team Effie. Well, he didn't famously. Uh, <laughs> he did. Team Effie. Team Effie. <laughs> I have to also say, while we were watching this last night, I turned to Rose and I was like, oh, I was like, you know, complaining about like the lack of like, you know, people of color in this movie. And I was like, right. well, like, I was like, well, what kind of like, you know, spicy is like Taylor Lautner? And Rose was like, I think Ooh. he's Latinx. And I was like, oh, maybe. And I was like, he could be Filipino. And we Googled, he's yeah. fully white. Yeah, we all do he's this. We all, we all French, run down German, this and Dutch, like, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like, it yeah. was like, I was like, oh, that's, it's, it, and then it, like, there was something where it was like, 
some very like I'm one sixteenth mm-hmm. like of this Native American or whatever. Like you're I'm, applying to college. Like shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, do you follow? Do you like follow or see the videos of Twilight talks on TikTok? She's the the woman who she has like a Twilight aesthetic background behind her, and she does these like deep dives into Twilight, and they're really interesting. No, but I should. Yeah, she's fascinating. Go if you are interested in Twilight, go follow her because her whole thing is like. She says she loves Twilight and she hates it. So, yeah. like, she talks about her obsession for it, but is also super critical of it. And one of the things she was saying is um, about how resistant Stephanie Meyer was to casting people of color in Twilight. That, that does and, not surprise me. That does not surprise me at all. And that she, Stephanie Meyer, has made it canon through some, like, extended universe book that when people become vampires, it leeches the melanin from their skin. So that's no. why they're super pale. <laughs> no! Not that. That is white supremacy. Nine, one, one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, she oh. apparently didn't want to, like, she wouldn't, like, uh, cast a black character into the first movie. Like, Stephanie Meyer was, like, resistant to it. And then she was like, oh, no, we could do this if it's the bad one. If yeah. it's the villain. Yeah, and that's course. how they cast Laurent or whatever. Yeah, and I think Catherine Hardwick wanted Alice to be Asian. And Stephanie Meyer was just like, like no. no. This is my vision for They're like, you'll get that are. one, like, woman that works in the cafe. And she's like, and I've done my due diligence. Like, there okay. okay, She's a legend, though. She is. She is. Okay. Catherine Hardwick reportedly, reportedly said that they could make an argument for casting Laurent because in the book, he was described as having olive skin. <laughs> what? So, like, because I mean, none of this is surprising. Book, that was because in the book, cat. it was, like, the, the darkest person described in the yeah. book? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Yeah. It's anyway. giving very like Hermione could have been black like yeah, curly hair yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. okay 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 um, Fran you have you said you've seen Breaking I've Dawn part I one which I, I do think is amazing it's yeah, kind of yeah. like a horror movie it was it did was you amazing. wait this is important how did you feel when you saw Breaking Dawn part two because I have a visceral memory of this. yeah I remember watching the this the fight scene yeah. and so for our listeners, if you don't know, Breaking Dawn Part 2, the movie, takes some artistic liberties. Um, and Sorry. there is a vision of the Volturi and the Cullens clashing and tons of people die. And then it turns out it's all just a vision that Alice has. I was shook. I was fucked up. I was down bad. <laughs> I, But I kind of loved it. I yeah. because I thought okay maybe they're really going there and we're getting this crazy like Battle of Hogwarts Harry yeah. Potter and the Deathly Hallows yeah. Part yeah. Two yeah. like yeah. climax and Stephanie Meyer was like whatever fuck it I don't care yeah, kill them. yeah. <laughs> yeah kill them. death um, to all death, of them that's all <laughs> literally that's oh my exactly god exactly that happened. needs to be a TikTok is <laughs> can you put that on your TikTok a yes, scene from yes. Breaking Bad Part Two and Wendy Williams um, but I loved it and I I do wish. That was the end of Breaking Dawn Part 2. Me too. Mm -hmm. I wish it actually happened because it also just took so much out of me. I remember weeping. I was in college when it came out. And I took my friends to go see it in theaters. Obviously, I had to do a lot of bullying to get that to happen. And I was just, like, in shambles, crying, like, so confused, but also, like... I guess this is happening and I'm like having this big emotional outpour and like, you know, for these characters. And then I was a little pissed when it was just a vision. (laughs) It's so annoying. I also do kind of think that Twilight should have ended with Eclipse. Mm. Like Eclipse should be the last one. Bella should just become a vampire at the end. Yeah. Um... Have you ever fucked with Midnight Sun? Absolutely. Wait, I which mean, book is that? So Midnight Sun is a is 
Twilight from Edward's perspective, and oh, Stephanie God. Meyer released it. Yeah. I can't think of anything I would want less <laughs> than <laughs> um, something from Edward's finally perspective. Finally, time for a man's POV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As if we hadn't been getting that the whole book. Like, yeah. even though it's told through her, like, it really just feels like he controls everything. I've yeah. never read it, so what did you glean from it? Well, so I never, I didn't read, you know how she just released it maybe, what, like a year or so mm-hmm. ago? But I didn't read that. What I read was when it got leaked, the PDF, I, like, downloaded it and read, like, the, um, it was, like, the first maybe, like, few chapters. I think I was just so, one, she she was real pissed about that. She, like, wrote this letter on her website being, like, you've just, like, fucked with the integrity of this book and, like, you you are my fans. Like, oh, calm down. Now oh. I'm never going to release the rest. And everyone's like, shut up. We got what we needed. But um, <laughs> This is a Wendy's. Yeah, yeah, literally. And so I was, like... I was only reading it because I just wanted more, you know what I mean? Right. The same way, like, I had watched the movies and was like, okay, I want more, so I'll start to read the book. That's yeah. why you should have read fan fiction. Yeah, that's mm, a good point. I Maybe I'll do that now. Um, have you read Life and Death? Do you no. know about that? No. So Life and Death is because, you know, there was so much criticism about the sort of, like, gender stereotyping and how, like, so much of the criticism about Twilight is how Bella has no agency and she's just kind of, like... A damsel in distress. So Stephanie Meyer was like, well. And she wrote a version of Twilight where the gender roles are swapped. Oh, right. And it's Edith Cullen and Beau Swan. (laughs) No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bar is in the Earth's crust. And (laughs) and what I believe is that the book ends with the with the bell the male Bella character Bo just becoming a vampire and Stephanie basically disproves her entire point that the mo- that the book would the story would be exactly the same yeah. if the gender was swapped because it's fully not yeah and uh, you know it, it's just like she is we can never trust these women behind me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's all sit Do we with that. think that that she who must not be named and Stephanie Meyer have ever interacted oh, without a doubt? It. I'm sure oh, of it. I mean, Do they, they text. Yeah. I mean, they both definitely hate women. I think that is like clear. I feel like, but I feel like when I was like, like I don't know. There's something about. I mean, I was. The, Gia Tolentino has this really amazing essay that um, has this like triad of like Bella. Katniss and who's in Fifty Shades of Grey? Anastasia Steele. But the thing is, <laughs> oh, yeah, Anastasia, Anastasia Steele, Steele is Bella Swan. I know. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. how can you talk but, about them as if they're different people? Because <laughs> because Fifty Shades of Grey is literally a Twilight fan fiction. So Anastasia Absolutely. is just Bella. But Anastasia, I think that the the Fifty With Shades bangs. of the, the Fifty Shades, yeah, exactly. The Fifty Shades of Gay, the Fifty Shades of <laughs> okay, Shades and of that, was that too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we would have watched it. Um, but like, basically, that there's this kind of like uh, men, like kind of. You know, it's they're reaching beyond their circumstances. It's so hard to be a man, and like everything is agony, and like women just have to kind of like shape their desires and like are defined by like whatever they want. But I think like Anastasia was kind of like the adultification of what was supposed to happen in Twilight. You know, like they actually have sex, which like doesn't happen for like a lot of. Well, Twilight. that's just that's because it's a fan fiction, and that's what happens in fan fiction is people fuck. <laughs> yeah. You're like, let's just skip a couple steps and get straight in. Sometimes very um, kinkily, they fuck. I forgot her name was Anastasia Steele. Anastasia Steele. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) Too hard to know. Do you you fuck with Fifty Shades of Grey? Um, I saw it. (laughs) So, so (laughs) that's that's my answer. I love Fifty Shades of Grey. I love as much as I love Twilight. We will be having another episode about it. Yeah, we will be doing it. I've seen them. 
I watch there to me they are um, Valentine's Day movies, and so I watch them every Valentine's <laughs> Day. I see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah also, yeah. great soundtracks. Oh, okay, yeah. true. Oh my god. Okay, Beyonce. Beyonce. Yeah, I was just yeah. about to say. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, Gaslight, Gatekeep, Girl Boss, Twilight characters. <laughs> <laughs> um, Edward is Gaslight. Edward to me. is Gas. Oh, I just went to. Oops, I just went to all the women. That's what I did. Oh, okay, okay. I want to hear your women, take. Maybe. I want to hear your um, take. I was just thinking immediately between like. Girl boss to me is actually Rosalie. <laughs> um, and that's maybe just because I love her. Um, Gaslight Alice. Mm. Interesting. Who's gatekeeper? That just really makes sense for Jane. Is there like an art? Is there an <laughs> arbiter of like the Jane, vampire religion? Yeah, Jane. She's yeah. she's the one I was telling played you about. Played by Dakota who, Fanning. Played by legend icon star Dakota Fanning, um, who can make people. Uh, be in pain with yeah. her mind. Oh my god, it's kind of sickening. Because saying, in is. a way, that's lesbian too. Yeah. <laughs> who are the most? I felt it. <laughs> who are the most lesbian Twilight characters? Yeah, let's talk about it. Bella, obviously. I mean, but only because she's in the gayest relationship I've ever seen in my life. Um, I feel like I don't know why, but Alice is one of those people that's like just because she has a pixie cut, people think it's like queer, and I'm like, no, she, you don't get to be gay here. <laughs> Maybe like. She can, like, round up and say queer at some point, but she's mostly in, like, hetero relationships. I see that for her. And then I think, like, for me, and, like, I don't know why I want to die on this hill, but I really do think that Rosalie has, and not, like, from any kind of trauma, because I don't think her and Emmett are fucking. I think they're homies. I think they're really good homies who like to, like, together, you know? But at the end of the day... The girls. Yeah, yeah, the girls. Emmett's the girls. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I feel like at the end of the day, like, maybe all of her, like, hating of Bella and jealousy and all that was because she wanted to fuck her. Absolutely, 100%. Also, like... Oh, wait, and the one with the glasses. The friend. The normal friend with the glasses. Oh, yeah. Angela. Yeah, yeah. Just by appearance alone. Yeah. She, um... Rosalie is, like, one of the best Twilight characters. I think you could do a whole Rosalie origin story, because, Fran, if you don't know this, so... I don't. Rosalie's origin (laughs) is that she was, um raped by her fiancé and a bunch of his friends and left to die, Carlyle turned her into a vampire. And then she goes, when she's a new vampire, and kills them all. Uh, but she, like, iconic. haunts them first. She does, like, <laughs> a whole... She does a whole show. Wow. She, like, wears her wedding dress and, like, stalks them uh, and then shows up, like, an avenging ghost. Like, the wow. drama! Giving the, the girls drama. a reveal. I need... <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I need an HBO limited series yeah. about <laughs> Rosalie's life. I would fucking watch the shit out of that. Absolutely. Okay, but you're saying... Okay, you were saying Rosalie is maybe one of the more lesbianic... Can we talk Talk about, le- like, more about, like, what about, like, the relationship. You said it yeah. was the gayest relationship I've ever seen. What yeah. about it was very gay to you? Well, between, uh, just for spec- specifying, between Edward and Bella yeah. specifically, I think, like, for the immediacy, and I'm, like, wondering where, and unpacking this now, like, my <laughs> attraction to both of them and then to that relationship specifically. By culture. Um, yeah, really. I was like, I was figuring a lot out in that time. Um, but I feel like with them, it's just like all of it have that like magnetic thing that you can always kind of use as like a 
I don't know what's the word. Like when you first start like dating or seeing someone, you're like, it's just like I can't even explain it. It's, it's an allegory of clear there. longing, yeah. and you don't understand your own desire. Yeah, you it's can't like the unspoken it. is already there. It's yeah, all in the yeah. subtext, even though it like absolutely wasn't. It was not. <laughs> I no. was writing the subtext in my head. One hundred percent unclear any motives of any character <laughs> at any time. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. No thoughts, head empty. Yeah, head <laughs> empty. <laughs> There's a possibility. God, no, no, no. so good. Oh, and the Bonnie Bear on that track. Okay, we got like a oh, lot yeah. of yeah. Yeah. So I noticed that. Bob's only. Um, yeah, I just think like there was so much like yearning there. There was so much like in. Uh, oh God, I was about to be like in the quiet of their relationship, and that was like way too much to give to them. That was generous <laughs> of me to say to them. But like, and I also think the way they just like the way they move so fast, the way the stakes always felt so high, even when they fucking weren't. Um, I felt we're just like inherently queer and like sapphic <laughs> so sapphic. it's just like i know i need to be a part of that i need to tap myself into that relationship does, Sef- does stephanie meyer like does she love her gay fans or whatever or does she not acknowledge i think she it? hasn't commented <laughs> for a very specific yeah. reason and i'm okay with her why. just staying quiet yeah, just on be, that just just enjoy like you know count your money yeah. let me know if a theme park opens one day right but oh, other than God, that yeah. i don't need to hear from you what would a twilight theme park even be <laughs> you're getting Why chased by james like i don't know yeah. you go to italy yeah you get dropped like broken off in the mirrors the yeah. there would be an italian restaurant it, it would be called oh, is she even italian of course wait this is so random but do you remember that like one waitress that was trying to it was like during yes that, that we were talking scene. about her last night with the bangs the like uh, rockabilly girl and she's so rude to bella and she's like hey edward i'll go suck your dick in the bathroom (laughs) even though you're here with this other girl and she just ordered mushroom ravioli right oh this is something sick and twisted and i've i've gone on record about this before but uh bella like loves mushrooms and i and kristen stewart actually was saying randomly this is so random that she liked mushrooms i hated mushrooms at the time and i convinced myself to like mushrooms because yes. of Bella. Yes. Well, at least she has a Her third impact. At least she has a third <laughs> character trait. So awkward, pale, and she likes mushrooms. mushrooms. Oh, you also That's clarified also that queer. she can read and likes <laughs> she, to read. She, she can like, read. She, can, she likes to read, but in a very unspecific way. She's like, <laughs> yeah. I love books. Don't ever ask me about them. <laughs> <laughs> And like what the what's what are they listening to when she turns on the music and he was like, Oh, it's just uh Claire de Lune. Claire de Lune. Oh no. Yeah. She's like, I love She Debussy. loves the classics. <laughs> also, I was watching Twilight Talks, that TikTok this morning, and in in Midnight Sun, apparently, um, Edward's like Edward asks Bella, What's in your CD player right now? And she says, Lincoln Park. No. no. Yeah. No. Shoot. Wow. Um <laughs> more angst. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. 
Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. Glow with your best skin. Be confident in your skin. Be brave in your skin. With Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash, cover your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. Olay Body is a proud sponsor and supporter of iHeartRadio and PNG's Can't Cancel Pride, raising funds and support for the LGBTQ community. Olay Body wants you to feel empowered to live with confidence in your own skin, not just all month, but all year long. And when you feel the best in your skin, you can do anything. So this pride glow with confidence with the help of Olay Body. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Happy Pride! When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Uh, you know, what a lot of people talk about with Twilight is that Twilight is the ultimate Mary Sue story. And What is a Mary Sue? Okay, so a Mary Sue is a trope in fan fiction and literature, which is basically a self-insertion character of the author who is, like, perfect and the story centers around and, like, she never does anything wrong and she's super special for no reason. <laughs> and Bella is the Mary Sue of Mary Sues. Um, Quintessential. And I thought it would be fun to today make you the Mary Sue, and we're going to build a Twilight fan fiction around you. <laughs> um, so, you're in a Twilight fan fiction. Okay. You're the self-insertion character. Okay. Right I'm my the, own Bella. Yeah, you are your skin. own Bella. <laughs> As you can tell. <laughs> right off the bat, who's your love interest in this fan fiction? Okay, wait. I have to ask a question, though. This is like people, this is, we're still in the Twilight world. We're in the though. Twilight world. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Rosalie. Okay. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> How do you meet? Um, 
Why am I going with this mall? I'm at a mall. Of course it's okay. If we're in Washington, I don't know. Well, that kind of goes with my next question is what kind of universe is it? Because, you know, in fan fiction, they like to take the story and set it in different universes. So is this like, are we in a Hunger Games version of Twilight? Are we in a Harry Potter version of Twilight? Are we in a nice little coffee shop AU (laughs) where you go to the coffee shop and Rosalie's the barista and you fall in love? Yeah. Okay. Wait, you're speaking to me there. We're in like a lesbian only. We're in, we're in Bed-Stuy. We're in... (laughs) I'm just like making. I'm like Laurel's gonna listen to this and be like, God, fucking damn it, just let it let it rest. Um, okay, no, I think we are. I kind of want to just make it like present day almost. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. like right now, like I'm working out on my laptop. You hear that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ooh, wow. is that ASMR? Ooh, no, it's audio work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, she's not the barista though. She comes in. She asks to borrow the chair next to me. This could go on for too long. Let me pause me when you need. And then I look up, and then there's like this is the gay moment, right? It's just like you just look, lock eyes. And then I'm like, yeah, you can take it. Yeah, go for it. Um, and so she was like, actually, instead, do you mind if I sit? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Oh, I oh okay. I don't know what's happening. I just I'm the ripping, most erotic guys. moment imaginable. Yeah. Yeah. She's still a va- is she still a vampire in this universe? Yeah, but I don't know it. Yet. Okay, I okay. don't know. Yeah, either. we're still we're still doing vampires. I want that. I want to like have to be able to fuck forever. Okay, so I, I love this. So you meet in a coffee shop, like you maybe start dating. Yeah, maybe maybe follows like some of the structure of Twilight. What's the what's the conflict? Who's the villain? Who's the enemy? Like what it what happens? You know, like almost at the end of the movie when Stephanie Meyer remembers, like oh, there should probably be a conflict in here at some <laughs> point. Um, it's her ex, um, who's was like one. Let's say okay, olive skin. Let's give her olive skin. Someone has to have olive skin. Of course, her, um, <laughs> she has a type. Yeah, she has a type. She has a type. She like, broke her heart to pieces. Shambles. Comes comes back and is like, I'm so sorry. I love you deeply. It's you. It's never been anyone else. And then wow. I is the ex also a vampire? Yes, and the vampire that she. This is before she meets me, and then she meets me, and then she also maybe falls in love with me, and then all three of us are like in a conflict of like, well, who do I pick? Oh, it's a love triangle. So yeah. team uh, Edward, team Jacob situation. Except it's except- team Rosalie, team. Who's this other girl? Her name could. Uh, what could her name be? What? what, what are, name all be? of their names are so absurd. I know. Team, I was trying to think of something terrible. Team like Kristen. Kristen. Okay. <laughs> um, what is James um? Stewart. Maybe can we throw in like another romantic trope? Like, is there like an enemies to lovers situation? Is there a there was only one Ooh. bed? Like you both, you're on a trip. Okay, yeah, and you go a to trip. a hotel, and there's only one bed. <laughs> You practice this, Rose. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I've yeah, read a I lot like, of okay. fan fiction. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, we're on a group girls trip. Okay, we're girls like trip. girls trip to where? To where? Um, Aspen. Why? Got- we're Aspen? rich. We're rich. We're rich. So there's and things that and there's money is a dynamic. You know, you got to get out of the sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Vampires. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can't sparkle. <laughs> um, so we're in Aspen with our um girl gang. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, that was tough. Don't. Use that. Um, but, um, Keep and that then, in. yeah, I know. Yeah, you're like, she's lying. Um, okay, so we have we have one room left, and the three of us are there. And so, do we just fuck in it? I don't. know. You all just it, there's only one bed in this room. It was a total mix up with like yeah. the bookings. Yeah, and, and then Aspen no, she Lodge. she offers to be at the Aspen Lodge. Yeah. yeah, she offers to like call a cot in, and then we're sitting there, and I guess we're like, it's. I think it's okay. Um, this is not conflict. This is just me being horny. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's fine. It's just a nice story. Like, so Fan fictions don't have conflict. Do you have a special power? 
Uh, okay, I, I don't like him as a character, but I do like that Jasper can control people's feelings. And that's on emotional manipulation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Gaslighter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jasper is that Jasper's superpower is that he gaslights people yeah. and was a Confederate soldier. Yeah. <laughs> to listen, apple oranges. Oh, one thing I want to bring up is we laughed so hard last night at the part where the apple falls and Edward kills Oh, it up. edible. What is the edible art? I was thinking of the CGI that had to exist to make that happen and like the hundreds of thousands if not millions of dollars that were spent to make that dumb yeah, s- like three second scene. Why? It like bounces off of his foot off right his into his hands. Yeah, it's just it doesn't. They're make like sense. classic vampire things. They'll love it, but yeah, that yeah. was. There's a lot of choices that are made, but I stand by all of them, including well, the ketchup. As the creator of the film, yeah, you yeah, stand yeah, by yeah. it. Well, <laughs> listeners, you can't see it, but right now I'm holding an apple <laughs> to Peyton in between my hands. That image also feels very sapphic to me. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Of the apple. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's obviously, you know, reference to Christian allegories, Adam and Eve, forbidden fruit, etc. I've heard of them. I've heard of them. People forbidden, talk about them. Forbidden fruit. Um, Peyton, thank you so much for being here with us today and talking about Twilight with us. Um, what is your, before you go, like, just what's your favorite thing about Twilight? But, like, <laughs> your, like, favorite weird thing about Twilight that you want to leave people with? I think, like, if you haven't watched it, just think about the choices of who is cast in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Just think about it. Just, like, let Rami just seep into your soul. Let Dakota, like, make her way in. Let Anna Kendrick, you know, do what she needs to do. Do what Anna Kendrick does. Oh, my God. And I'm still waiting for the sixth movie where Anna Kendrick becomes a vampire. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I will write it. I need that. You are also on the receiving end of... (laughs) A lot of Twilight content from strangers. and Do you have a message for people in your DMs, you know, talking to you about Twilight? Anything you want to get off your chest? I will say I do get multiple DMs every single day. I'm not kidding. Every single day. Every single day I'm not, like, of... Some kind of Twilight meme or TikTok or, or anything. where Kristen Stewart's geolocation is at that yes. exact moment. And I'm like, I that's okay. I'm not that <laughs> scary. <laughs> but you can keep that information. Well, well okay, sure. Shut it's up. It's not like we <laughs> yeah. don't want to know. <laughs> but um, the, I will say I do appreciate it. It's nice to feel seen. It's nice to have community and know that we are all on this chaotic evil ride of standing twilight in 2021. Girl the, gang. For the rest <laughs> of your life. Yeah. Girl gang. Girl gang. <laughs> um and with that. Um, let's, we'll leave you with a song. <laughs> I think you know the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> <Hit> uh, <it>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> will you do it with me? <laughs> Ooh, harmony. That get was me, really get me beautiful. Out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, goodbye. Gotta go. <laughs> Bye, vampires. Team Edward. Well, I hope all of you find a sexy vampire who sparkles to have a um, demonic baby with. Uh, Please, please, please use caution when entering the dangerous algorithm of Twilight TikTok. Okay? Yes. Next week, we'll be back with a discussion on Scream, the iconic horror thriller franchise slasher movies just in time for Scream 5. I actually haven't seen the fourth one still, so I'll have to. Oh, the fourth one is so good. See, I get mixed opinions on all of the screams, but we will discuss. We will discuss. Yes. If you 
want to, please call us to, um, you know, give a little confession about the thing um, that you are so obsessed with in pop culture that if people in your life don't know about it, you have to pop their cherry. Um, you can call in at 323 Penance. That's 323 736 2623. Please tweet us your takes on this week's episode. We want to hear what you think about Twilight. Are you Team Edward? Are you Team Jacob? Are you Team Alice? Are you Team Rosalie? I'm definitely Team Rosalie. Also, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It's like so good for helping us grow our audience. I'm Rose Domu. I'm Fran Trotta. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Rose Domu. You can find me at Twitter, Instagram, and maybe also TikTok, honestly. Should I get into TikTok this year, Rose? Is that in for 22? Yeah, you should start posting TikToks. Okay. You can subscribe to Like a Virgin anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, virgins need to assemble on this one. Spotify just made it extremely easy for you to rate podcasts. So if you go to the show page, one click, five stars, it'll actually help us a lot. Even if you don't listen to us on Spotify, go do it literally right now. Thank you. Like a Virgin is an iHeartRadio production. Our producer is Phoebe Unter with support from Lindsay Hoffman, Julian Weller, Jess Krainchich, and Nikki Etor. Uh, see you later, virgins. Ha 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 ha. That actually sounded good. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of 1 carat plus and receive a free natural 1 carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Happy Pride. This is Raquel Willis from Queer Chronicles. I'm here to tell you about Lambda Legal. For more than 50 years, Lambda Legal has been in court protecting the civil rights of LGBTQ plus people and everyone living with HIV. And the good news is you can help. Support Lambda Legal's work by donating this Pride Month. Throughout June, all donations up to $100,000 will be matched. To donate, go to lambdalegal.org. That's L-A-M-B-D-A legal.org. Help Lambda Legal remain unstoppable.